Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Daily Walk Heavenwards podcast. This is Father Stanislaw and I'm really glad that you gave me the opportunity to share the word with you and I pray that you can make the choice of taking a look at your life and see how much God is blessing it. Let's open our hearts and minds to receive the word of God. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, by whose gift your faithful offer you right and praiseworthy service, grant, we pray, that we may hasten without stumbling to receive the things you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now, a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, he has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if, if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise As Christians, we take another step and we are moving closer and closer to the end of the liturgical year and therefore the information, the Gospel, the challenges that we receive from the Word become more and more intense. Last Sunday, if you remember, we encountered that Pharisee and that tax collector, that sinner, who were both praying, you remember? And the Pharisee, who was an incredibly awesome guy, went home completely unjustified, completely ignored. He was invisible. Why? Because if you remember, he was using all that he did as a way of making himself look good before God, but that also allowed him to see others according to his own accomplishments. And therefore, you remember, he said, Lord, I'm so thankful that I am not like that guy over there. And that's where he lost all the points. Why? Because he created in his mind categories in which he was very comfortable placing people and therefore, he was dividing people 
that he had no authority to divide because these are the people of God. But he used his own way of looking at the world, his own values to, quote-unquote, evaluate, the subtitle should say, judge others, and place himself, and that's what the problem with judging is, placing himself as a judge. Sometimes it happens to us. Sometimes we also struggle with categories. And these categories, we must be incredibly clear about this. These categories do not come from God, but they come from other values, from the values of the world that we absorb and we think they are religious because we make them, we dress them up as godly things. God, you know, we add religious words to it. But let's be clear. If our religiosity, our spirituality makes us always feel good before God and judge others and consider others to be not as good as us and therefore they are completely wrong, we ought to take a look at our values because most certainly they are not coming from the gospel, but they are coming from the world. They are coming from other sources. Okay? And let me say something else. According to what the gospel tells us, these values that come from accusing and dividing is exactly what the devil does in scriptures. That's what the names mean, Satan and devil. Accuser and divider. Let's take a look. Whenever we use these strategies, chances are it's an invitation for us to go back to the gospel and convert and start again. Why? Because we need to learn to see people in the way that God sees. And we have to be honest. The gospel tells us, especially the gospel of today, tells us that God reveals himself to us. And when he reveals himself, not only we learn something about who God is, and how the world works. But as the church tells us, when God reveals himself to us, he also reveals us to ourselves. He tells us who we really are. Because he made us in a certain way. He made us very good. But then, for whatever reason, we get distracted. We get all confused. And we change our identity. We trade our identity for something less than what God has made. And we settle, and we think that's okay. So today, we want to open up our hearts and our minds and ask God, how do you see me? Zacchaeus is a very interesting character. I like this story very, very much. For two reasons, mostly. First of all, when I became a deacon, I had to preach to the toughest crowd ever known to me. And it was my brothers in the seminary. And as a, as a uh, deacon, the first time I preached to, uh, in the seminary community was on this passage, on the passage, the story of Zacchaeus. And I still remember the anxiety I had to, they're, they're, they're a tough crowd, you know. And, um, but I also like Zacchaeus because he is clearly identified as a man who was short in stature. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. As someone who is short in stature, I feel very close to this man. 
You know, I mean, you even my, I had to bring my own vestments because did you notice I trip over these ones? You know, you go to the movie theaters and who is the tallest person sits right in front of you? Really? What are the odds? Well, from my point of view, everybody's tall, so uh, you know. So tall people, I know you cannot see us, but we do exist. Be, just check it out around when you go there. So Zacchaeus tells us that no matter what shortcomings we may have in our lives, we have to make a fundamental choice. Jesus is passing by. Jesus is right there. He's constantly moving closer and closer to us. Now the question, how badly do you want to see Jesus? Zacchaeus is a chief tax collector. So we remember the tax collectors are people who were not liked by the, the, the society because they were collecting taxes for the Romans and therefore they were giving their money to the people who were oppressing them. But tax collectors, in order to make a salary, they had to charge a fee to the taxes. And apparently they were not very well regulated, so it depended on who was doing what. Zacchaeus is a chief tax collector. He means that he has his own team, and therefore his salary comes from them because he's charging them a fee, which in turn they have to charge two fees to the people. Do you understand? Zacchaeus was not a very liked man. He was the reason why a lot of people were becoming poorer and poorer. And obviously, the gospel also tells us that he was a wealthy man. Surprise. So imagine this guy walking around with very fine clothes because he could afford them. It was just a living reminder to all the people who were struggling. Those clothes you're wearing are coming from my pocket. So not a lot of love going there. Can you feel it? But for some strange reason, Zacchaeus hears that Jesus is passing by and he wants to see him. Why? Because no matter what goes on in our lives, we have this inner desire to encounter God. We are made in this way. And we encounter God in the most interesting ways in science, in being curious about something. You see, even as a civilization, we are constantly moving ahead, always encountering every circumstance that can be an opportunity and a challenge to move forward and farther and farther. It's something in us that drives us towards the something greater. Zacchaeus, like us, are, is responding to this impulse. But guess what? Between him and Jesus, there were people. Now, Jesus became flesh. God became flesh in Jesus. So we always encounter God through people. And we, as the people, usually function in two ways. We either help each other to get to Jesus, or we get in the way. You remember the story of um, that paralytic man that was, uh, his friends brought him to Jesus and they made a, a hole in the roof and they lowered him down because they wanted their friends to encounter Jesus. That's an example of how we can help each other 
to encounter Jesus. But sometimes we get in the way. Sometimes we grumble. No matter what happens in the world, we, even as a church, we have to find something negative. We get in the way. There is an incredible amount of people, for example, that no matter what Pope Francis is doing is wrong. They don't even know exactly what he's doing, but he's going to be wrong no matter what. And they grumble, and they grumble on every possible medium out there, television, social media, whatever. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And they think they are giving glory to God. But what did we say about accusing and dividing? Aha. That's always something we want to keep in mind. So Zacchaeus now has a problem. There are people there, and he's going to say, what am I going to do? I'm going to give up? I can encounter Jesus on my own, you know, I don't have to go to church. I, you know, sometimes we can go into that way. But instead, he wanted to see Jesus, and he wanted to see Jesus badly. So what does he do? He does two things that he was not supposed to do. Run and climb a tree. It's in the law. Torah, they said that they could not run. Men, grown men could not run, except in the case of fire. If you're in the house and there is a fire, you're allowed to run. Otherwise, no. He doesn't care. He's going to encounter Jesus and he's trying to be creative. I feel that because sometimes people continue to tell me like, why are you still in the church? You know, why do you go to church? That's ridiculous, you know. All those mocking things that we get every single time we tell people we are Catholics and we are still going to church. Have you ever experienced that? People making fun because we are believers? Yeah. So that's the problem. So he doesn't care. He keeps on going. He has a goal and he wants to achieve it. And he climbs a sycamore and he tries to hide behind the leaves. And he's so happy because Jesus is passing by and he's going to say, this is it. I am going to encounter God. I'm going to encounter Jesus on my own terms. And Jesus is passing by and he stops and he looks up. And I'm sure Zacchaeus went, oh, don't move, don't move. Maybe he doesn't see things moving. You know, like, uh-oh. And Jesus calls him up by name and says, Zacchaeus, come down because I must come to your house today. Now, that's bizarre on so many levels. Okay? How does Jesus know his name? But what really touches me is the fact that the gospel tells us that Zacchaeus came down and welcomed him with joy. Why? You know, having a person like Jesus in your house requires you to create a dinner. Now imagine he had to text his wife, say, we have a lot of people coming to dinner. I said, oh my gosh, I have nothing, you know. Um, it requires planning because you don't want to really undersell yourself. But there is something else, I think, that happened. Because we see Zacchaeus changing completely. Jesus told him, I want to come to your house. I think Zacchaeus didn't have a lot of friends. I think Zacchaeus didn't 
do a lot of entertaining because the only people who talked to him were his fellow tax collectors and consider the fact that they were giving him the money, probably they would not go there for Thanksgiving or other holidays, you know. So probably Zacchaeus was so lonely. And now all of a sudden, he who wanted to see Jesus find out that he was seen by Jesus. And Jesus is saying, I don't care that you belong to a category of peoples that should not be relating to me because you're a sinner, because you do not do the right job. I'm going to come to your house. And he's happy. And he's reminding us that that joy of being in communion with God, knowing that Jesus knows us for who we are. And in spite of who we are, he is willing to come and be in communion with us, to be friend with us. Remember that at table, enemies become friends. That's why we approach the table. Now, Jesus, because he was seeing Zacchaeus for who he was, is able to fill in that gap. And look at this. Now Zacchaeus learns something that he did not know about himself, that he was capable of being incredibly generous. Right away, because he found communion with God, that which was very important to him, being wealthy, became absolutely meaningless. And he says, I'll give everything to the poor. And if I have extorted anybody, I'm sure all the people around were dude, anybody? Really, it's everybody. Or if I will give four times over. Torah said that he was in restitution, somebody had to give what stole plus one fifth. He is willing to give it four times over. How much money did this money have? This guy had, right? But he's transformed, and he realized that he was generous without even knowing it. He was a giver without even knowing it. Why? Jesus told him who he really was. Do you want to see Jesus? And how badly do you want to see it? More importantly, are you willing to be seen by him? Are you willing to let him tell you who you really are? Zacchaeus learned that he too was a descendant of Abraham. I hope that today you too will realize what it means to be who you are, a child of God. And let that piece of information becomes the true identity that you carry out there in the world. And as we continue to pray, we want to thank the Lord that is coming into our lives, revealing to us who we really are, and I hope and we pray that we bring to the altar today our commitment to say, yes, Lord. In the past is the past. I'm willing to do the most incredible things, believe you, so that indeed I may discover what it really means to live in the world as a child of God. Making sure that I will not see people according to my own standards, but from your own point of view. And by the way we live, we can tell to all people that God loves us to death. I pray that you have been inspired by the story that Zacchaeus will help you this week 
to ask yourself, how badly do you want to see Jesus and are you ready and willing to be seen by him so that you can discover your true identity? I wish you well. I remember that I will be praying for all of you and I ask if you can remember me in your prayers as well. I'll talk to you soon and God bless. Bye-bye.